podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Heart and Hand Extra, our second weekly free show here from the team at Heart and Hand where we discuss what's happened since uh, our Monday flagship show and unfortunately a lot has happened this week and not much of it positive. Here to discuss it with me is Heart and Hand's very own ray of sunshine, Mr Martin Ramsey. Hello mate. Hi David, how you doing? Uh, I think I sound like one of your um, well-timed and, uh, and lower register size this week after what I witnessed at Ibrox on Tuesday night. Uh, a season-defining game, we said before it, and unfortunately that uh, may well prove to be the case as Rangers went out of the Scottish Cup with a dismal display against Aberdeen, uh, losing by two goals to nil on a freezing night, uh, gusting winds, driving rain. It was everything that... Uh, uh, everything that makes up one of those miserable occasions for football fans that you you store in the memory bank uh, and try to justify with the the belief that ah, it will make the success all the more sweeter. But uh, as I was leaving the ground on Tuesday night, uh, that seemed quite far away. Yeah, um, everything that went wrong pretty much did. Or could go wrong did. Um, I guess the worst thing, I mean, I've seen far better Rangers sides lose at home unexpectedly in the Scottish Cup that's cup football that, that that's what happens sometimes um, but the most worrying thing was that a lot of us knew after three minutes mm. that it was over um, this Rangers team, this Rangers manager have given us some some, some great nights um, some great afternoons all in 2018, I think, but they, they, they have given us um, something to hold on to. Um, not sure how many times they have um, been able to change the tide of a game. And, you know, shit happens in football. That that was a... I'm sure Aberdeen's game plan was to try and nick something. I don't think you can plan for being handed a goal with a fucking bow on it, um, which is what they got. But those things happen, you know, 25 yards short that deflects in, you know, the other end of the, the goalkeeper and anything can happen um, in, in football. It's, it's, it's about managing it. It's about being able to adjust and, and just change the, 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 the flow of a game. We don't do it. Um, I can't remember the start. Uh, the other week anyway, it was, it was about maybe 21, 25 games or something that we've uh, gone in level at half time and about four of those we've, we've won. So if we if we aren't setting the tempo, if we aren't dictating um, the, the the way the game's going to go early on, we we generally won't by the end. And that's I, I wouldn't get bogged down on on a, on a particular bad wet windy night um, in the Scottish Cup. It, it's more this inability to uh, affect change. It's uh, I'm sure there are. You know, stats guys out there who'll be able to tell me if I'm talking nonsense or not, but just based on feel and anecdotal evidence of, of being at the games and watching them, I really do believe, you know, with this Rangers team inside five minutes, what kind of afternoon we're going to have. Um, and to your point, after three minutes, 
I was sitting at the game with Cammy, a fellow Hartman Podder, and we both looked at each other with that, oh fuck. Um, and I consider myself an optimist, but uh, in my heart, I kind of thought, that's a screwed and that's bad after three minutes of, of a cup tie at home for Rangers to, to ever be. And as you say, the goal that we gave away was gift wrap. Um, I was speaking with a friend and compared it to, you know how Michael Hutchins died? Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, as good as it might be to get the end result that you're after, you've got to play <laughs> risk-reward, I think, right? And okay. what you get, had Michael Hutchins been successful in what he was doing, I don't think is as good as the risk that if it goes wrong, what can happen? And I would say that that's exactly what Glenn Kamara did with his pass right along the edge of the 18-yard box, that even if it comes off, I don't think it's going to have been worth taking the risk of what you did. It's one of those old football cliches that, you know, you're told as a kid, never pass along your own 18-yard box, but you are, and for good reason. Will Stranglewank make it into Michael Cox's upcoming <laughs> tactical um, uh, tome? Um, it's I, a good I, t- he can have that title for the book for free. But it, would be, uh, it would be a ratings winner. Um, no, you're absolutely right, and it's... <laughs> It's the first time we've seen it with Kamara, but it's not the first time we've seen it this year. Um, maybe not quite as deep, but th- there was a similar issue that, that allowed Jones in um, uh, uh, against Kilmarnock. Um, Flanagan in, uh, in Russia? Yeah, of course. That's just off, that's just off the top of my head. I yeah, can name yeah. Yeah, five or six occasions off the top of my head where Rangers have conceded by sloppy but, passing yeah, around yeah, our own 18-yard you, box. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's... Uh, listen, there'll be Rangers fans that will, will absolutely get on the back of the team about absolutely anything, but you can accept the risk reward in and around their eighteen-yard box, as you know you're trying to find that that cute pass, that that you know that that, that killer um, move that, that that's going to create you an opening, and it might not come off. In fact, it probably won't. But you know you you keep trying it because that's where risk reward is. You're absolutely right. There just was no need for it. Um, Hasn't put a foot wrong up till then, to be no, fair. No, and, and I'm not, and I'm not getting on him. It's just in general, I don't like when any footballer does it. I, I just think it's a kind of pointless exercise. I, yeah, and I, you're totally right and total agreement. And I guess what we would be ill-advised to do is is kind of uh, focus on that. If that's with three minutes to go, yeah, and it's nil nil, then yeah, okay, I I can more accept the narrative that that, that you know. A Kamara mistake has has, has knocked us out of the cup, but we've got plenty of time to sort it. Oh yeah, yeah, we had eighty seven minutes um, to to do better. I think that it says a lot about our performances against Aberdeen this season, though, that the fans did immediately go off. But what was more worrying to me was that the team did. Um, I, I didn't get the sense throughout that match, and I've watched it back since, which was pretty painful, that the team believed they were going to be able to overcome this. I think they. I think Aberdeen have got into their head with the win, you know, the one 0 in the semi final and the one 0 at Ibrox. I think that Rangers believe that if they concede to Aberdeen, it's going to be incredibly difficult to to claw it back. What disappointed me was they had done this at Petodre. Yeah, and that I go back to the the, the times where we we have either gone in at half time uh, behind or or still level and, and frustrated. The times where we have recovered it. St. Johnson away, St. Mirren away, 
um, up at Pataudry, uh, away. Uh, there's, I'm sure, one else. Um, it's it's away from home. And again, although it's not anywhere near as bad as, as last year with the amount of, of, of home defeats we had, there's still this thing at Ibrox that if we're not on song early, that feeds into the support and it feeds right back at you. Um, and that jersey just gets a wee bit heavier again. And I don't they think it's any surprise. Crowd, I, yeah, this, I don't this, think it's this eleven. Yeah. They are react or this squad. They are reactive to the crowd. I think. Yeah, and I don't think it's any any surprise that when we we have managed to change a game, it's been away, and the away support is, is slightly different. Um, and we've said it umpteen times. Uh, playing for Rangers at the best of times is very difficult. We have you and I. I've seen a Rangers manager um, going for eight domestic trophies in a row and failing and getting dogs abused for it. Mm. It's a tough gig <laughs> and uh, it's made even tougher in, in these circumstances when we are starving. Yeah, yeah, and that, that basically at the frustration levels among Rangers fans, which I think you can see in the sort of immediate bloodletting that follows a bad result and, uh, you know, certain people calling for the manager's head, which I think is premature. I, I'm not going to sit here for a second and say he doesn't have to, uh, he doesn't have questions hanging over him that he's, he's got to answer and if he, he can't, then he will be out. But I, I don't personally believe that making a change every six months or every seven months, um, it's clear you're not going to win the league. Yeah, basically every summer you start again. I, I just don't think is a recipe for success. I get the counter-argument. It's like, well, does that mean you persevere with the wrong man? But No, but you have to give people time to develop into the job and learn. Um, I I do accept the argument that Gerard doesn't seem to be learning. What I would say is sometimes it's difficult when you're in the maelstrom of game, game, game to take a step back and do that. And I think that change is more an evolution process at Rangers rather than him going in on a Monday and go, right, you know, this is now we we've learned this lesson from the weekend. I think it's something that happens gradually. And we need to see if if that can happen over this next few months is going into next season because obviously uh, we have a very long shot for the league title and out of both cups, which is incredibly disappointing. Uh, there's not really an awful lot to talk about in the game. Rangers huffed and puffed. Aberdeen were resolute, as you would expect. Uh, Rangers didn't create much. Ryan Jack shot off the post in the first half, uh, a couple of half chances uh, in the second half, but never really significantly put Aberdeen under serious pressure, we, although we did at least manage to play the game up in their uh, their area, which we didn't manage in the, the league match I brought, but that's scant consolation and I'm not uh, in any way offering that up as as some sort of balm for what was a terrible performance. Aberdeen break away, clinically put away the second and it was done. I think we all knew that it was done at that point. Uh, yes. Q, much frustration. The manager chucked on Defoe and Davis and Lafferty, but by that it was just hitting hope into the box, hoping that something would drop, which it didn't. And even if it had, I'm not entirely sure I had a lot of confidence in us to, to put it away. The only real uh, other issue of note was a booking for Alfredo Morelos, which would have ruled him out of the semi-final had we got there for simulation. Uh, at the game, I couldn't see it to be totally honest not to be too Alison Wenger as I'm up the other end of the stadium and it's very difficult to see if it was a dive or not um, from watching it back I don't think it was a dive I certainly don't think it was a dive um, you could argue whether or not it's a penalty I, I do wonder if other strikers 
uh, if it is a penalty, but it's certainly not a booking, Martin, and the club, I think, have appealed it on a point of principle. I think people are asking why they've done this, considering that it's it looks unlikely that Morelos will be here for next season's Scottish Cup campaign, but I think that the club are quite right to highlight, again, that he does appear to have less leeway than other players when it comes to things like that. Yeah, they're right to do so. Um, there is no real practical value to it, I, I would agree. Um, but the, the principle is correct. You, you hear it often, don't you? Well, if it's not a penalty, you should get booked for diving then, shouldn't you? But it's not always either or. There, there, there can just be tangles. Yeah, and similarly, you can, have a, you can have a dive that's still a penalty. You can yeah, have someone yeah. who gets clipped and then goes down Absolutely. in overly dramatic fashion. Yeah, the, the, it's not an either or. It was, it was a nothing. It, you know, that, that's what it was. Um, having looked back, um, it, it, I'm buying in the middle of the govern. Um, it, it certainly didn't look like a penalty, and I think I think we we knew that. But um, I, certainly having uh, the, the advantage of, of of watching it back, it, it's just one of those that that that's that's nothing. It's not, neither way. Um, so the club, they're, they're absolutely correct. Uh, and yes, you know we've talked talked us to death. I think the the, the Morelos thing, it's. Um, uh, will continue to rage on for for as long uh, for as long as he's here. Uh, it's nothing new to football. It's uh, yeah, it's just, it's a, a story that's been told many times that the players they either cultivate or other agencies cultivate a, a narrative around them, and that almost automatically, um, subconsciously. Um, creates a situation where the referees view things in a in a different way. If you wanted to be kind about it, yeah, uh, I don't. But <laughs> moving on to then where this leaves us in terms of this season, um, one of my pet hates is the phrase "Where do we go from here?" We go to the next game. It's football, yeah. you know. Let's not pretend that this is. Uh, <laughs> you know, a foreign army have invaded. Uh, this is, you know, we, we get on with it. It's incredibly disappointing. But in terms of the manager, he's been eliminated from both cups by Aberdeen. It's incredibly disappointing. Um, we've pretty much fallen apart in the league since Christmas, or since rather the the, the winter break. Um, 2019 has been pretty disastrous. And at the moment, the, the immediate priority for me is you've got to stop this slide. You've you've got to yes, I know we had that little run of res, uh, results, but it was against teams you would fully expect us yeah, to yeah. be to be hammering. Um, we now won't have that because we've got Kamarnock, we've got Celtic, and then we go into the, the final five games of the season when it's going to be the top six teams. So uh, Rangers' immediate priority is to try and slay a few self-created ghosts, I think, this year, or a few self-created monsters, which is a piss-poor record against top six sides. An inability, as you say, to string together results and to come back in matches where we don't start well. There are immediate issues that need solved, but for me, the bigger question is, Martin, the manager has this season spoke a lot about players he trusts. You know, we know certain ones he means where he'll say, you know, I, he's a great, I, I know what I get from him, etc. But these are the players that are still letting him down. Yeah. And I'm not having a go on for his selection the other night. Uh, that's the team that I think most of us expected. But the concern was we've tried this against Aberdeen that hasn't really worked, bar one match. So what's going to change here? The answer was nothing. And he 
does appear to place a lot of trust in guys for whatever reason, because they're always fit, because they'll play through pain, because they're good guys, because, you know, all the things that affect any relationship you have in any job as a manager with, with your staff. But these are the guys that aren't delivering in the crunch matches. And regardless of whether or not, you know, you, you like the players. And I have actually noticed that the, the certainly compared to previous squads, the, there are a lot of fans who like individual players in this squad. Mm-hmm. But, but the results don't lie. And that's that's always the biggest arbiter of, of how they're doing in football. Uh, the fact is that we go into these matches with certain guys who the manager himself has held up as key players and it doesn't happen. So the logical conclusion is they're not good enough for the trustees placed in them. No, but it's fair, um, as is uh, people rightly pointing out that you know we, we're a point better off than this stage in the, the, the league last season. Uh, that ignores, obviously, the, the, the big strides made in, in, in Europe, but it's going to be an interesting uh, couple of months for him now. Um, because we, we know what happened last season. It, league position quite similar, and we, we lose that, that key firm game at home and the season unravels and if he wants and presumably he does um, to, to be a success here and to have a much better season next season he really needs to to find some kind of momentum to finish on and if he can get to the summer say okay the, 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 the Aberdeen issue and it's become an issue um, one win in Six, yeah. Um, that's something you know we we would go and consider. So so disappointing to to go out both cups uh, in that way. But we are comfortably second. If this is the case by the end of the season, which it it really needs to be, um, we have got to Europa League, which is huge in football terms, even more important financially. Uh, we've beaten Celtic, hopefully more than once. Um, that's progress. First season in the door, lot of new faces, I'm new to this job, blah, 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 blah. That's something to at least cling on to. Um, if it unravels like it did last year, because effectively nothing else to play for now, and if you, you lose that drive and, and momentum, whatever, um, then that's that's going to be a, an awful hard sell if, I don't know, we, we, we scrape second place, or worse. Um, that that day I spent in Villarreal seems it was going to seem a, a, an awful long time ago um, if, if the, the season kind of peters out in the same way. So a big, big test, another big, big test um, for him. And who knows, maybe they, they, they'll they play with a wee bit more freedom because the, the, the pressure's off, I don't know. Um, it's, it's going to be a, a really, really interesting period of time. Uh, and, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> Almost... It's almost as if the criticism while we were in Europe, and I don't think it was valid because it's understandable he had to rotate because we're, you know, playing every twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, but since Christmas, I think we've had a, a, an idea of what he sees as his first team. Mm. Um, and you know we, we do seagulls the the, the the EPL show on, on on Patreon, and we talk about teams of course, with a lot less pressure on them than Rangers, um, who go through some troubled times, but Bournemouth, for example, and they do not change. And it's there's something in it that a manager sticks with 
the players he trusts. And that trust is rewarded eventually for, for, for a lot of those teams. Um, so he's, he, will he go back to that kind of flip-flop thing? Will he go back to chopping and changing? Um, yeah, very, very interesting. But I, he, he needs to just salvage something. Uh, and if that is another old firm win, and it is saying, look, we, we we were comfortably saying you've you've not had that since coming back up. Um, we are in the right direction, but it's you know it, it's going to take some time. Yeah, I mean, I think as we sit here, I am of the school of there has been progress, just not as much progress as we need or want. Um, but with nine games to go, it can go one of two ways. Absolutely, it can. And if it continues, and I think if we're sitting here. Right now, the most reasonable expectation is there'll be a few wins, a few draws, and a couple of defeats because yeah. that's what you know. That's what this season points to. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I've said it on a, on a few pods and a few forums or whatever. He, I think any Rangers manager, unless they're an, an absolute disaster, which clearly that's not the case, he needs two seasons, two full seasons, four windows. Um, we cannot keep chopping and changing. Unless it's going to be bankrolled by mega money to expect someone to, to turn this around in um, a season or six months just, just isn't going to happen. Um, so I'm more than prepared to uh, allow him the time. I still have the same concerns I had when he walked in the door and those are tactically and the ability of such a huge superstar name to be able to understand the mere mortals that he can afford uh, and to properly get inside their head and, and, and motivate them because they look terrified. Yeah, they, that, uh, they, that, they, they absolutely that, do. That, not for the first time. So that, those are two big things that, that he he has to have a think about over the summer. Uh, I know you don't agree, but I, I do wonder whether having someone on that management team who has actual success in the job they do um, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because they're all rookies. Soon as said Smith, and I think that's important personally. Um, does, it, does it have to be someone with success or knowledge, though? That that's my point because I mean, Ali McCoy. Yeah, you you wouldn't bring as an assistant yeah, manager. No, I, I totally, totally understand your point. Um, obviously, that it still needs to be the right fit and everything else. But uh, what a very—I was going to use the word green there. Obviously, not uh, quite a, a, a fresh and inexperienced club from. This, you know, the chief exec down. There's not many with experience of of actually doing the biz, um, and that makes it doubly hard. And and Gerard will be under pressure next season. Um, I think we have to go back to Scott Simon to find a Rangers manager who's been successful, who hasn't won something in their first full season. And I don't think that's peculiar. Rangers think I'm sure Celtic would be kind of similar. The old firm management job is very hard. <laughs> And if you don't get off the ground running, um, it's it has been almost impossible. That, so, that's my concern, especially if you're thinking, right, we need to bring someone in with experience of winning the league in Scotland. Well, you really, uh, you don't have anyone recently because it's been Celtic, so there, you're not going to hire any of them. Um, and then you go back and it's Walter, Ali, Kenny McDowell, Archie Knox. I mean, that, no, that's, no, I, I that's it. Doesn't need to be Scotland right enough, but just it was just a thought. Everyone here, and most of the players, with the exception of McGregor, Davis, Lafrey, um, there's not a lot of 
people experiencing success in their actual role. Mm. Um, and uh, it just makes it that wee bit harder. And I know the, the situation that, uh, and it's why I've, I've, as time's gone on, um, started to get a wee bit cringy when we we we, we do keep going back to 1986. And um, uh, but and I, I know that 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 situation is very very different in many ways. Uh, and just so happened that Sunis had a perfect perfect option as number two because the opportunity for people in Scotland to win things was obviously uh, a, a lot more open. Wider, but, yeah. yeah, it's. But he, I'm more more than happy to give him the time to allay those concerns and th- th- that's all they are um, but th- th- there's a big job on a uh, band disaster he gets another year but it's what he does with it and I think that uh, you mentioned there you've still got questions that's because they haven't been answered yet um, it, there has been evidence for anything you want to any position you want to take with Stephen Gerrard hasn't there there have been highs and there have been lows there have been things he's done well and there have been things he's done badly and at the moment, I don't think that we have enough in any direction to make a conclusive de- decision, which is why I tend to go, right, well, OK, we, we need to give him more time and see if we get a clear picture of what's going to happen. Um, if we're in this situation this time next year, we'll probably be gone. Um, but if there's an improvement, great. Uh, immediately, though, we travel back to Ibrox on Saturday to take on Kilmarnock, uh, a team that we've had up and down results against this season. Uh, no love lost between the two sides. Uh, uh, first return to Ibrox since his... Uh, oh, it depends how you want to term it, I suppose, but since his uh, interesting evening and uh, reaction the last time he was Ibrox for Steve Clark, there's going to be a fair bit of needle in this match, Martin. Uh, um, Aberdeen the same kind of boat, aren't they? Just in terms of the the, the sheer number of times we've we've we'll faced them, um, it's not a game I'm looking forward to. Uh, it, they just never are at Ibrooks, uh, apart from the, the the replay, which um, I was ill, so maybe you better hope. I yeah, you, up you, you want to take an afternoon off um, Saturday, maybe. They, yeah. they, they they have been um the, the past couple of seasons real. Really Great. brutal, brutal games. The weather's going to be just as bad, I think, as the other night. Uh, looks, it looks absolutely horrific. Um, so it's it's not the game uh, he wants to see. I don't think. Um, in terms of of this final run, it just trying to to salvage something, even psychologically. Um, and I, I guess like the the cup game, and like so many of our games at home. Uh, repeat the point I made earlier. Early goal, or this could be uh, a grueling afternoon. Because early goal changes pretty much of him. I think he was he, he was onto something the other night when he said that uh, he knows what the atmosphere is going to be like on Saturday. That people are going to be turning up angry because of what happened the other night, and the atmosphere will be muted and will be that way that it is after a big defeat in a match. So at least there's that expectation rather than getting any of the, the rubbish that we sometimes get about, oh, you know, we need the crowd to be bang up for it and stuff. Reality is that the crowd will be, uh, here we are now, entertainers. And you're right, it, it, the team have got to come flying out the traps. The concern is that you don't know. They might and they might not. And that's, I think, the worry that what really concerns me is I don't think if he knows. No, no, he doesn't. Uh 
and <laughs> you're right to be concerned. We did a one of the live shows in Kowinan, um in, in October. It was before the the Aberdeen semi final, um, and I had that feeling that look, this Rangers team remind me of a good cup team. They remind me of of, of a team that that on occasion is absolutely able to deliver something special, and that's why I'm so so disappointed with the 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 cup defeats because I I thought we'd won maybe both of them. Um, didn't think the league was ever on because I, no chance were we going to get the consistency required. Um, but you know we've kind of been let down in some kind of key games. I guess that um, early oh, in the season we 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 hoped that yeah you could see Rangers dropping silly points. You could see the odd draw creeping in. Um, but if something happened, right, Rangers we, they need to get three points here today, or they need they need to obviously you know go through in the cup. They're they're going to raise their game. Um, and maybe even that ability um, to raise to the or to rise to the occasion um, seems to be uh, disappearing, uh, which is concerning as well. Um, yeah, I think you're, you're absolutely spot on. He doesn't know, we don't know, um, and we'll we'll just have to see if the players know. Two questions in one to wrap up. Do you? A, or rather, A, would you make any changes at the weekend? And two, do you think that he will, either in terms of personnel or structurally? Second question, I don't think he will. Uh, and this is where it becomes interesting because I thought we are all kind of agreed that three in the middle against the bigger, the better teams um, is... is you know, important. We tried that diamond at Rugby Park, and it has uh, turned our season on its head. Um, so I don't think you'll start like that. Uh, in terms of personnel, um, this is part of it. He's probably even looking at the bench. Uh, personnel requires system change, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. Maybe with the the exception of uh, you know McCrory for for Jack, McCrory for Kamara. Um, or something like that. I think in the, in the absolute centre of the park, you've maybe got a few options. Um, McCrory and Davis instead of Jack Kamara, you know, whatever. Candace is a worry at the moment. Um, that breakaway opportunity that we had... Um, in the first half. Yeah. He doesn't do that a few months ago. He hits that first time right into the path of, of, of Morelos and, you know, we know what will happen. Um, he, funnily enough, his brilliant goal at Hibs was almost just like frustration at the, the quality <laughs> of his cross. He's not really hitting the mark, and he's like, oh, fuck this, and just put his laces through. Well, that's exactly, I mean, if you actually look, he misplaces a pass, and it comes back yeah. to him. And but it wasn't say, the first time. It wasn't he the first just goes off, fuck this, and lashes it into the top corner. Yeah. So, there you go, There, there's a, there's a problem area, but who do we replace like for like and maintain that? That three up front. Um, I I think it's now a legitimate question to say, like, it's your job to get the foe or whoever into that side, right? And otherwise, why did you bring him in? Because we we didn't need a, a substitute striker in the the January window, so uh, get him in the team. Basically, we well, we need so, another. No, but work out a way to do yeah, it. Yeah, I know, I know. It, well, it, it's called managing, I suppose. Um, it's it's in the it's in the title. Um, yeah, we we needed another striker because we were 
we were um, light on um, uh, in that area. But again, it comes back down to the system thing. Um, you know, Morelos doesn't get taken off, and he can only really play at the in the system that, that we have. I think. Um, so if if you are going to play Defoe, you might as well play him with Lafferty and as a two, and then kind of you know work work round that. That's the problem. Um, is that the, the players he brought in, or the players he has at his disposal on the bench, require uh, a formation change, um, and he did try that against Kilmarnock, um, and, and it didn't work. So, and it's been a problem we've had David for for the past couple of years. Um, is that you, we we do have other options, but they they require a, a complete change, and you know they, they have an impact on the, the rest of the team. You know what I mean? Um, people were, were were making a case for for three five two a couple of years ago, or, or you know at the beginning of last season or whenever. Um, but Tav and Candace had such a relationship, and it it was so in sync and, and so productive um, that you you couldn't do that because then there was no way of of you know keeping them in the team or or, or, or you know oh, utilizing that relationship. So um, that for us. As 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 lay people to you know chat away um, on a, a on a Thursday evening um, is one thing, but you know we're not getting paid um, quite a hefty sum to to find those solutions, um, and he, he, that's what we need to see um, before the end of the season in order for us as a as a whole as a you know as a club as a support to. Uh, I guess carry over the the goodwill and the the credit um, that his stature and his charisma and some genuinely great afternoons and evenings have have already provided. Yep, I would totally agree with that. Okay, folks, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we will be back on Monday with uh, the flagship Heart and Hand show. If you want to hear from us beforehand and you want quicker reaction to what happens on Saturday, for example, then just visit our Patreon site. It's patreon.com forward slash heart and hand. You will enjoy it. It's only one ninety nine per month and uh, you will be thrilled with the amount of content you get for that. I promise you. That's patreon.com forward slash heart and hand. Uh, all that remains for me to do is thank our executive producers in London, Mr. Mike Lee and Paul Miles, and thank my guest today, the uh, always very interesting, I enjoyed the conversation there, Mr. Martin Ramsey. Pleasure, David. And uh, we'll be back on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend, and hopefully Rangers will uh, begin to try to put things right. Until I speak to you again, take care. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.